Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality, and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. And I am experiencing something that I experience, oh, here and there throughout the year. Um, And what it is, is it's like an anticipation and excitement at something coming. And I've had these books that I've written that I just don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what the next step is. Um, they need illustrating. I, cause I am an artist, you know, I want to, I want to do them a certain way that feels really good to me. And I've seen other books that I love that resonate for me, <clears throat> the style and the layout and stuff. And so one book I have is a children's book and others are for adults. And I just really want to include, um, this beautiful artwork that is specific to these books and also just to design the pages just to make them fun pretty I love books like that I buy these kind of books usually they're how-to art books like how to art journal or um, watercolor or whatever but and they have these beautiful borders and things like that and so I felt kind of strangled because I didn't want someone else to do this because I am an artist and that would be the most fun for me, even more fun than doing, well, more fun than doing just the text, right? The text is great and it has meaning, but then I wanted to do it. So I felt like my hands were tied behind my back and just the thought of my hands tied behind my back, it just makes me feel so kind of uh, tied down, well, literally tied down, um, you know, um, disempowered, you know? And so... I was, um, when I thought of my books, I had a feeling of being disempowered. And then my friend, Leonie Dawson, I say my friend, my God, mentor, um, I doubt she knows me, although I do plan to have her on my podcast soon. Uh, Leonie Dawson, um, put out this amazing, you know, write your book in 40 days thing. And I know this woman always over delivers. And if she says she's going to help you go from A to Z with your book, then I believe her. And so um, recently she threw it up on sale on Black Friday and I grabbed it. And then um, I kind of felt jammed up again because it was all writing. And I've written my books and I wasn't, I really want to continue with the ones I've written and not write another one right now. I, I want to develop this new process. So um, I reached out to her group and I asked like, what may, you know, like I am so not techie that to even think of it being tech stuff, I don't almost know how to formulate the question. So I reached out to her support team and I just said, look, I want to make books like Leonie and I've already written the contact, but I want to develop the pages and do add my artwork. And, and they got back to me and they said, well, Leonie uses procreate on a pro, um, iPad. And I was just like, oh my God, like at another time that might have stopped me, but my desire to write my books and to write books and to maybe write one every year, it supersedes 
It is superseding my fear and resistance <clears throat> to the technology. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then um, I was trying to find the cheapest way around it. Like, could I use my old iPad? And the words of my friend Julia were ringing through my head where she said, you are an artist and at a minimum, you have to have an iPhone 10 because of the photography, because of the pictures, because you're taking pictures of your artwork. So this was ringing kind of in the back of my head while I was looking up these, you know, iPads and just wondering what a new one would cost and not really <laughs> wanting to go there, not really wanting to go there. Um, but starting to just toss this idea around and I looked it up and I started looking at them and the more I thought about the long term and about doing a book every year and about creating my Oracle deck and all of this, then the more it just felt like I, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to do, I mean, what is it? The right thing. I'm going to do the thing that for the big picture, serving the highest good of all makes the most sense. And even saying that is a little like, oh, um, you know, I've gotten used to my technology that I have. I know how to plug it in. I know how to move things. And so here I was thinking of this, and I'm going to tell you that as I relaxed my resistance, this wonderful excitement and bliss and anticipation started to rise up within me. And this is what I want to share today, because this is telling me that, yes, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps. Yes, this is the way to go. And it was no different when I thought about like getting a paddleboard because I got trained in paddleboards and immediately I felt so connected to paddleboarding and I knew uh, it was for me. And so what I know is for me is to start writing my books. I know it from the bottom of my heart. I know my children's book is amazing and it's going to serve so many people, so many children and adults too. And it's really, uh, it's just time. I've sat on this children's book for over 10 years, maybe 11 years I've sat on it. And um, I just think it's time. So I'm excited. And that excitement is what I want you to begin to notice. Well, say you're thinking about a trip. Uh, you want to go somewhere for the holiday. What is the one place that maybe doesn't make any sense at all, but it excites you? It brings up this giddy anticipation and childlike, childlike joy, childlike bliss of like wonder. What is that thing within you? Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's a person. That is what we want to tap into. It is this delight at the unknown, right? And this is an expensive investment for me. And um, <laughs> I... I know for someone who has money, it's nothing. It's like, well, just chuck that money down. But for me, it's not that that easy. Uh, well, it is easy. It's just, it's just a big purchase. It's a big purchase. We're talking almost like two thousand dollars. You know, when all said and done, you have to get cords. You have to get the keyboard. Um, and maybe you don't have to get the keyboard, but I would want a keyboard. I'd want it to be versatile that way. And then. Um, and then the pen, of course, the whole purpose of getting it is to do my art. And, you know, when I was laying in bed last night, 
I was even thinking I could take it to my art classes and let the kids take turns like doing art on it. Oh my God, it's so, so exciting. It's just really blowing my mind that there is so much possibility. And then the, another possibility that I stumbled on when I was doing the research was the fact that this particular unit that I'm looking at, it's the iPad Pro, it has the ability to do these scans. And I do body work. I do um, advanced biomechanical correction. Um, it's an amazing tool for helping the body structure stay in alignment. And of all the modalities of assisting and healing and all that, um, that I recognize this is one that I could see applicable use immediately with every single person I know. I mean, yeah, Reiki could too, but for me, it's like I'm doing my energy work just by being in the room. I'm energizing the entire space. But this other thing is just about assisting the body and coming back into its structure. So I love doing that. But sometimes the work is very obvious to people when you do it, and sometimes it's not. And what I would love to do is to be able to use this machine to show people how in one session their body has been altered, you know, and adjusted into something healthier. That is exciting. So amazing, amazing uh, possibilities in the future with the idea of this. And, and go figure, I'm not a techie person, but I'm excited. And I think this new lifestyle that I've co-created with all that is, is just the thing that was was in alignment with this future, with doing a book, with all of this, because I do not have the, the maintenance. I don't have this overhead. And I have hours and hours a day. I can make a job of my book, you know, making sure my books get published. I can make a job of learning how to use a computer, learning how to use an iPad Pro, Procreate, possibly in design, uh, scanning people's bodies, I can learn this stuff. I have the space and time to do it. And I've also, and this may be another significant thing that has completely lit up my world, and that is to make sure that at my fingertips, every day, I have a creative project that I can dip in and out of. So this isn't something hardcore. This isn't like a portrait of someone. This is something fun and simple. I was telling my daughter she could just have a book handy to read. For myself right now, I have a a paint by number down on the dining room table. It could be a puzzle. You know, it could be a puzzle one day. Find a really fun puzzle I like. For now, I'm just loving paint by numbers and I could just see having one on the table all the time. I even like it more than puzzles because it's it feels like a puzzle without the stress <laughs> without the stress of finding a piece um, but it could be that the stress of finding pieces was the old me before I released expectation and some sort of judgment in self at non-productivity or you know these things maybe that has been released but for me paint by number is bringing out my inner child because i love coloring it's bringing up the uh, intelligence of my uh, skills in art skills in using acrylics and paint because i do want this piece to be pretty when it's done 
And, um, and it's just there. It's there for me to touch and tap into rather than touching and tapping into YouTube or my phone or a TV show or um, scanning the internet, uh, <clears throat> going through my emails, you know, or getting lost um, in thoughts that really aren't serving anyone. Getting lost in low frequency, lost in emotion. These are all things that we tend to divert into if we are not um, taking ownership. Now that brings to mind uh, the saying that used to be around a long time ago in America, idle hands do the devil's work. And I think when we keep our hands busy, that it does train the mind. You know, there is a mindfulness in that. And when we are idle and we're allowing our brains to kind of, well, see, this is the thing. It's not even that you allow your brain to run rogue, although there is an element of that because we have untrained minds, most of us. Uh, But it's also the fact that the apps that you're using and the search engines that you're using are laden with algorithms for gambling, algorithms to tap into addiction. So even some with their best intentions will not be able to resist that and it will pull you down a rabbit hole and it feels so yucky. It just doesn't feel well or good. It doesn't, it just isn't good. It feels like someone just hijacked your time, hijacked your body hijacked your mind. That's what it feels like. We don't need that anymore. So this idea of using the senses, I'm always saying that you bring the senses out to play. This is what children do. They want to touch. This is why there's all these young kids who started slime businesses. Imagine that. They can touch it. They can smell it. They can squeeze it. I doubt they're tasting it. I don't think there's edible slime. I hope not. Um, But they're just... These children are creating and, um, and loving it, you know, and I've heard of a number of these little kids and we're talking young children, 10 years old, creating businesses, selling slime. I think it's amazing and magical. Children want to be outside. They want to get dirty. They don't care unless we've trained them otherwise, you know, and they're having fun, um, with their food. They're, it's been, um, it's been said in the Montessori system that if you allow your child to contribute in preparing their food, they eat better. They don't have eating problems. But a lot of a lot of people don't let their children participate in preparing meals. And then they their kids have no connection to it. You know, they their bodies didn't prepare for this thing that's thrown in front of them. And maybe they're not ready to eat because you just selected the time for them to sit down and not listen to their body's own <clears throat> own schedule, own scheduling. So these are all things to think about. But if you leave this podcast, I want you to leave with this idea that there is something, and I can feel it in my gut right now, there is something that is absolutely in like titillating to you. And maybe up till now you've thought, no, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Or, oh, no, I don't have time for that. When would I do it? No one wants to do it with me. You'll have excuses like I can't afford it. I'm telling you, whatever that thing is that's titillating you, 
take a little step forward. As Ursula says, inch by inch. As I say, MTO, minimum target outrageous. Outrageous being the goal, the minimum, something you can do in five to 15 minutes. And the target is a little bit of a stretch. So what can you do to make that thing happen? Maybe it's a trip to Italy. It's exciting you. What about getting a travel to Italy book? What about the M? Just go on Amazon or Thrift Books or somewhere and order that book. And um, then tomorrow, while you're waiting for your book to arrive, what could you do? You could just start looking up tickets for the time period you think you might like to travel and what would they cost? You know, one time um, I was asking um, like Source Energy, God, all that is, I was saying, hey, I really don't want to afford this uh, whatever. It was like uh, equipment for my ABC work. And it was a massage table and it cost $1,200 for this massage table. It was like a special table designed just to do this advanced biomechanical work. And um, I could see that it was necessary for me to get it to do some of the techniques. So I was having this powwow with the universe. Like, I really don't want to pay for this. I don't want to, you know, drain my, my bank account for this. Da, da, da. And I, and then, but I knew I had to go ahead and do it. So I was getting ready to go ahead and do it. And I hadn't seen these things in ages. But the next day in the mail, I got a invitation to get a 0% credit card uh, for 12 months. And maybe it was six months. I think it was 12 months. And it was just amazing. So I used that credit card to purchase my, my table. And I, and then I just, you know, paid whatever I felt like monthly and I paid it off way sooner than 12 months. But it was just the idea that I just didn't, I didn't want to plunk down all that money up front. And then I didn't have to. So (coughs) this is, um, this is how we can do things now. All right. So begin to play around with that thing that titillates you, that excites you, that makes you feel so joyful. You could skip around like a kid. All right. On that note, I am going to leave you. Have a absolutely divine day. Love you. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.